I am Aswell. Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Mitt. My, my name is Zach. My name's Zach. Hey. And and uh, Isai is not joining us because nope. he's covered head to toe in dog shit. Doo doo residue. Yeah, I got that doo doo residue. It's like that um, scene in the uh, The Shining when all the blood comes out of the elevator, but it was just dog duty. Yeah, his his dog had a sloppy mud pie, and now he's got to spend all day cleaning it up. Yep, a real paint job. Total paint job. Yeah, uh, we're a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, check out the other shows. Uh, go to treefort.com. We're playing Treefort. Maybe yeah. if it still happens. If that, if that Delta don't murder. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. If Delta don't kill, we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what it's happens. It's funny. It's scary. We're all gonna die. You know, hey, you know, hey. Well, this is maybe off the top of the, you know, at the top of the show. Yeah. You know, just good to know you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good to know you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you uh, do the right thing and maybe get a fucking vaccine, you probably won't die from it. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening to our show and you don't have the vaccine, it's probably because you're not able to get one because of other reasons. And you know what? That's okay. That's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I don't imagine anyone who has listened to any of these shows being an anti-vaxxer, but who knows? If, if you are, fuck off. Get it. Strange life choice you make to be in taking content made by people who just think you're the worst. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But maybe that means we're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, 200 some episodes in, I'm glad we can clear the air that we don't actually fucking like you, you anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Is there a... Is there a a big uh, crossover between cum talk and anti-vax? Easily. Easily, okay. dude. Probably. Yeah, probably. They don't say it in such fucking blatant terms. Mm-hmm. They talk about, like, the seed of man, you know? Yeah. They say shit yeah, like that, but you know what not, they're talking about. They don't say big, frothy loads. No, they don't. They certainly don't. They don't say that oh, milky, okay. they don't say that milky, milky Vaseline. <laughs> that organic milky Vaseline. They don't say shit like that, dude. <laughs> that, that dude, Gert. Ew. Yes. Yes, exactly that. Y'all, this is going to be a fucking episode unlike one you're used to. Yeah, we're... Some shit happened last night, and we need to talk Look, about it. A bunch and of and just going. recently, and uh, there's been a couple episodes through our, our history where um, wrestling... We all love wrestling, but sometimes wrestling doesn't love you back. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... That's that's just I'd say the general feeling if 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 yeah. you're not on wrestling Twitter, uh, yeah. And so if you if you've been watching the news, following along, and you've just wanted an opportunity to fucking say, God, this company is taking a shit all over what I like, then uh, this episode's gonna be for you because that's just what it is. You know, there's shit yeah. going on in storylines, but like, f- God damn, God damn. Yeah. Even even that end of things like it. Like there's a few things that are really cool going on. There's a couple of things I'm so excited about. Like, but True. dear God, like even that stuff is like pre- Like we're in a holding pattern before SummerSlam, you know? Yeah. And I think yep. SummerSlam is it, SummerSlam is going to be stacked. Yeah. Um, NXT Takeover 36 coming up is going to be real stacked. Maybe the last um, Takeover. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, you know, at this I rate, mean, we'll get to it. Burying the lead here. But, <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, so last night, while some people were watching SmackDown, I was about ready to go to in a, uh, a reading of a play with my partner and her mother. Uh, I got, I saw Zach sounds text down, us. Sounds downright quaint. It was nice. It was at the Morrison Center. Everyone was spread out, masks on. Hell yeah. It was nice. It was oh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Zach texted us saying that there were a lot of releases and mm. they just for about 10 minutes there was they just kept coming in the there was a were lot open. there was a lot of releases when i texted y'all about it and that was like 10 percent of what ended up happening yeah so i'm just gonna read this list uh we've got bronson reed that one blew uh, me away. I mean, because yeah, like as Ed, that one. I won't Jesus. keep I won't keep interrupting as you read, but yeah, some, no I will say, but some of some of these names, I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yes, but that being said, like you still hate to see anyone lose their job. But Bronson Reed, there uh, there's a few on this list that I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, he, he was, was probably at the top of that. He's wrestling. He, Go I, ahead. I, was, I have. Um. I've come up with a theory about it. We'll talk about it after we go through the whole list on, on the Bronson Reed one. And it's like my theory sucks, but I, I think it's what I think is happening. So keep going through these. But yeah, uh, Tyler Rust, who hasn't gotten even gotten a chance to shine. He, he's great. He's yeah. like the diamond mine thing with him was a good, good yeah like slot for him to to elevate his game and he's a great wrestler and yeah, yeah. like i love the what they were doing with him like the way that he impressed bivens like before way before diamond mine kicked off and it was like all right this newcomer coming in uh, new to wwe i don't know what his his pedigree is before that but like uh fucking uh, yeah it's like you debut somebody in a high profile faction and then just cut him it's like what yeah Especially because, yeah. yeah, he's a great wrestler. He's someone that I think is obviously going to end. He's young, too. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. He's going to yeah. end up somewhere and do just fine. Yep. Uh, Leon Ruff, who, a former <sighs> North American champion. Yeah, and one of the best stories they've told in years. Just a, mm-hmm. a, like a wonderfully built in, like, underdog tale with, like, a really fascinating, like, in ring performer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, he's only 25 years old. Yeah. Um. His, his fiance still a ref there in NXT. Otto Smith. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, like, and so even if if Vince didn't doesn't see anything for the unruff, which you could, that I, that would make a lot of sense to me. You know, just like you look at Leonroff, he is he's tiny. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's like cheeseburger. He's cheeseburger. I was size. gonna say yeah, like he's someone you throw into a battle royal that and can do some like but bendy gumby moves look at how look at his selling mm-hmm. and don't tell me that you don't have like the best potential like enhancement talent to keep around in the company like yeah you know like he doesn't ever have to be a star he's someone that you should just you should keep because like you like enhancement talent's good enhancement talent is a real legitimate job in this industry well and yeah. like and they've gone away from mm-hmm. you know having those full-time guys like the brooklyn brawler who used to be back in the day <laughs> and stuff you know yeah um, but like i i do not get that one and like, especially it, because they're they're putting emphasis there or like w- you know word on the street is they they want to put more emphasis on that cruiserweight title that's what you know diamond mind is here to 
the take and whatnot. It's like you what? He's like a he's fantastic for that division too. I'm, I'm with yep. you. It's like that one doesn't make a lot of sense because I mean, also he could they couldn't have been fucking breaking the bank on Leon Ruff. No. Yeah. So these aren't these aren't business decisions. I feel like our, we're all on the same page with that. This isn't like oh we're cost cutting budget cutting. Um, I think I think they are. I think these are business decisions, but it's not like. I think that they are, you know, like cutting, they're not just cutting huge contracts. Right. They're also going where, like, like where, we, where most, can we pinch pennies? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. Because, well, sorry, you should keep going through this then. Yeah. I have a million thoughts on this whole yeah. thing. But yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about through. the generalization at the end. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, I feel like she wanted to leave. She might have, um, but she, also she, she's she is older and she yeah it's she's been hurt um so that I could see it being just like uh, Alice just yeah we were we all don't. hurt we were all hurt by retribution yeah like mm-hmm. she got she got called up and was like nah I'm out yeah like and actually this is bad back <laughs> yeah um uh, Bobby Fish which I'm not that bummed about honestly it's um, kind of like see like he is a human being who deserves a job but and uh, and a and a father with like. <laughs> He's a father of daughters. Father of daughters is a fucking college age kid. That yeah. old man. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I do. You know, I. They can always bring him back for this, but the undisputed era, you know, reunion is going to be yep. a huge pop when it happens. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, if and Bobby if Fish NXT. is somebody who can like he could probably. I mean, he could get a he'll he'll have a job in wrestling. He's, he's uh, like he could train, you know. Like he's yeah. fucking. Oh, good. absolutely. Like he, uh, he's gonna, he'll, go, he'll he's gonna go wrestle his buddy Drake. Yeah, dude, go wrestle the fucking uh, the what the socialist fucking WWE, the fucking <laughs> communists that fucking run the WWE. Go wrestle them. Yeah. Um. He would. We you know we obviously like and for reasons downplay uh, Bobby Fish uh, because he's. He's the Marty Jannetty out of a four-man group, well, like personality-wise as well. He's just kind he's of old. Uh, he's injury-prone and he's problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, problematic. He'll if he goes back to Ring of Honor, he'll get a huge pop. Mm. Yes, one hundred percent. He's he's, um, he's like even though most of it was with other people in tag teams and stuff, especially Red Dragon um, with with Kyle. Yeah, uh, he's he's a legend over there. So yep, yep. Um, so a lot of these, the rest of these names, well, no, never mind. Some of these are big names. There uh, are so, Ari, some big names. Some of them are the uh, finest names that there are. Ari Sterling. Um, Who, known as Alex Zane, more yeah. commonly known as Alex Zane. Kona Reeves, which I just liked his look. Honestly, I like making fun w- of him more than I w- like watching him wrestle. WWE had no idea what to do with him. He's He's probably got the worst off of these more prominent names because he can't wrestle. He's one of those people that I would love to see maybe in like, like a, go on a, uh, like a Drew McIntyre esque expedition into the world and come back looking like a fucking fully fledged, like Just character. Jacked. Cause like I, yeah. there is definitely something Dude, it, to Kona Reeves. That's really fun. It's but ga- it's bare. It, he has the Baron Corbin thing. Of, right. What is, what why, is it? I hate you, but like I love to hate you. Exactly. Like, and man, I mean he is he's like six four. Like if dude like yeah. put the, on some straight up muscle, like he's right. got a frame for it. Um Yeah, I would love to see him come back fully fledged, fully realized as what his character is, and like give another go round. Because whatever they were doing with him, it just wasn't it. Yeah. I I 
what I want more than anything is PWG is back now. Oh, that's true. That's what true. if what if the finest Dude. what if the like the finest shows up like in well, that character? We're like, in such a we're in such a weird time where fucking Zack Ryder is the GCW champion. Zack Ryder's reinventing himself as we speak. Yeah. Like that dude yeah. is really fucking Matt Cardona, you know, like yeah, he absolutely. He's he's fully I I'm I'm stoked on him at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like there these people have a chance if they're smart. Uh Matt Cardona had more connections and a bunch oh. of he was in a better spot than any of these people are. This I mean, yeah, he's he was the, he was literally the the Okay, I, I would say the second wrestler to ever get himself over based on the internet. Um the first yeah. one was Matt Hardy. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. back in like 2005. <laughs> yeah, um, but like then, yeah, Zack Ryder was second. Like, dude won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania once. Like, mm-hmm. he's had like moments. He's yeah, usually over, and yeah. he's just fully playing up that character in in, and, in the world of independent wrestling in GCW yeah. and just mixed with the fact shit. that he is for sure a real life heel. <laughs> he just seems like such a douche, but like I love that he's just living it and and uh, mm. not shying away from it. Yeah, uh, Stephen Smith, who was signed in 2019 and never wrestled on TV, say, like that that name. I was like, you know, good best of luck to you, friend. I don't know, I don't know that one. Steve, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Stephon. Yeah, uh, Zachariah Smith, who signed in 2020 and never wrestled on TV. I assume Stephen's brother. It's a guess. Uh, Jake Atlas. Fuck that. Uh, I'm yeah, so weird so one. Mad. Well, uh, he's going to get a huge pop at Effie's Big Gay Brunch, I bet. Yep. That'd yep. be great. Or, uh, you know, like whenever he faces Jungle Boy next or joins oh, up with them, they're best they friends. Were they a thing? Were they they're, a thing? They are little, they're real life best friends to the okay. point that. Um, Last year, or maybe like, yeah, sometime last year, um, uh, Jungle Boy put out a, a, an Instagram post just appreciating Jake Atlas as his best friend. Oh, that's right. And People was, were like, Gay? it was so. I, I, yeah, thought, I thought like it read like a coming out post. Oh, like, it, it, like, and then Jungle Boy's response was like, oh no, like, like I just I'm, love my friend. I'm, I'm straight, y'all. Like, but like, that's the kind of love I have for for my friend. Like, it is one of the mo- sincerely, like, one of the like most touching things I've ever that like, read. Like, best example of platonic male friendship and like yeah. being okay with being like sincere about it. It was so good. Yeah, that so, def- yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that put that put Jungle Boy over in my eyes for sure. I was like, what a fucking dude. Yeah, and Jake, weirdest- Jake Atlas is yeah. so fucking awesome. Like, yeah. every time that he was put into a program, like he shined. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't he's, he's wonderful and like just like him and Mercedes getting released both like you know as a queer person those suck like yeah. having well, two of your only examples. Yeah. Especially when touch. they were on all the marketing materials for their pride shit like mm-hmm. them it was dumb. them and Tony Storm who they like accidentally and, outed and then she had yeah. to actually she had to come out because of like them putting her on social media. God, and I think company. Frankie Monet, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, I just I don't know that Frankie's ever come out or anything. I've just always oh. assumed that she that <laughs> she's just a just pan pansexual. Like, yeah, she puts off just, big pan energy. Weirdo. It's, yeah, it's weird that Sonya wasn't on it or Shayna. 
Because haven't they both been Shayna's out? never actually come out. Oh, But okay, she's okay. just, like, hinted at it a lot. Okay, and okay. Kind of made slide re- like slide references and stuff. And as far as I know, I don't think she's ever actually come out. Mm. Anyway, we're not done yet. Uh, Asher Roth, um, he hated college and got signed to WWE. <laughs> um, Asher Hale is his name. I know. I shouldn't disrespect these people. I'm sorry. But it's another one that uh, I also, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He res- he wrestled Cameron Grimes once, right? That's uh, I mean I know we've made joked about his name before, but I don't know like when he was signed or when. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't uh, I, I don't remember. Giant Zanier? 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 I don't know. I don't know. He wrestled at uh, WWE Superstar Spectacle. Does it? Yeah, it, it he's the very. He he's the huge. He's one of the huge Indian guys. Okay. okay Superstar yeah. Spectacle was the the India show. Oh, that's yeah. right. I'm looking him up right now. I mean, dude's big. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a big man. And they but, they have like six giant Indian guys though. Like there's a picture yeah. from that show where Triple H is in the ring. It's Triple H and Mansoor, and then a bunch of giants. Triple H is the second smallest person in, in the or like yeah the second smallest like uh, man in the ring because there's also Damn. like a, a female wrestler but like it, it, they were all gigantic people. Oh my was god, it, these guys are gigantic. Was is Indu sure were they Indian? I don't remember. I, okay, I, they they might be, but I I don't remember for sure because they know. were let go too, right? Uh. Well, I think? one of I don't the remember. guys is now with Gender. The other guy got okay. let go, I think, and now they replaced. But that's the thing, man, and that's a it's a WWE thing through and through, where they don't like they don't distinguish Middle Eastern countries from each other very often. It's just yeah. like this is our this is our like crew of Indian guys, yeah, or like yeah, but and Gender's from Canada. I know, yeah, they don't they don't. Get, they don't. Put, they don't put that kind of effort I mean, into being. So are like, so the Bollywood boys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that is their gimmick. They are what's yeah. their gimmick? Mm-hmm. Then their gimmick now again. Now they they were released. So yeah. Um, and then Desmond Troy. Um, I don't know who was a two hundred five live guy. It looks like. Mm. So mo- a lot of these were two hundred five or NXT names. Here's my thoughts. I think they're gutting NXT. Yep. I think I think that uh, they put it up against AEW and it failed, and they don't think it's worth having. And that's the biggest bummer because that's the best product that they have if they would just fucking watch it. Um, oh, they... I don't... I think that even if they do watch it, it it's not their style of wrestling and they don't true. get it. It's um, true. And, like, there, there are reports coming out that, like, NXE is going to get rebranded and, and given a fresh start. But the, like, messaging about that is that it's, like, going back to a more truly developmental show. Yeah, which um, means you got to call up Gargano, Cole, Champa, Th- Thatcher, maybe, like... Samoa Joe, who's gonna get the title suit? Like exactly, like what that. What the mess- fuck? And so, like, if the emphasis is on should be on younger developmental talent, they just let a ton of it go. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, like, what the fuck, man? Are they going to? Yeah. Wh- wow. Yeah, it seems like it's crazy to think that maybe we the this 
basically this the whole era that, of that we've been doing this podcast could just like this NXT of being like the 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 the, the steadfast like good product could just be an era that goes as well where it's like oh remember yeah. when NXT was the best show ever and yeah. now it's back to blah 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 it's crazy yeah. to think that that might very well be happening right now yeah, yeah. like i would love to know triple h's true thoughts on it because oh yeah these Man. some I'd of love these a, i'd love a paul shoot some of these are his guys like mm-hmm. what i wish he could do is take it and be 100% in control of it like like NXT has a separate budget or something and they probably do but like where cuz i don't think he was even consulted on these oh no Dude, i'm it. sure he wasn't um like, he might have been told and, or i mean he also might be just as evil but um the triple h that i know from from the, the NXT from the guy who says we're, he's like basically the Dom Toretto of wrestling it's true. Um, Family. I I think he really cares about these people, and I think so too. I mean, he seems like a a, a genuine guy who really fucking because like that's the thing that people say about Triple H is that you know he he he's kind of the uh, he's like Blade, dude. He's like the Daywalker. He understands how to navigate well, he both fucking worlds, dude. He did fight Blade. Blade <laughs> Blade Trinity. That's true. He fought Wesley. But like, uh, but that's the thing. Like, he he understands what it means to be one of the fucking athletes in the locker room, and he also understands what it means to be like at that high level in the office. And yeah. like, for the most part, he navigates that those two really well. But it does go to show he doesn't have a lot of input over his yeah. product. No. And also, I I mean, releases happen all the time, but this is just a weird one, and it's a thing where. I mean, I don't know details, but in my brain, I don't blame Vince for this one. No, I, I really don't think don't Vin- I don't think Vince is in control anymore. I, I, I have mixed and, feelings on that because I, I agree, but I also think that if he wanted to be more in control, he could be. Yeah, but that's like the thing. Everyone's like, I mean, we've said it. It's like once Vince is not in control, it'll be better. But now they have Nick Khan, who is a TV guy, right? Which is he funny. Was a TV guy. I, I just I was randomly the other day uh, just like scrolling through like wrestling shit on YouTube and uh, rewatched the like Punk's pipe bomb promo mm-hmm. and like that's basically what he said too of like he'd like to you know he's like I'd like to think that uh, that this company's gonna get better once Vince McMahon dies, uh, but probably not. It's just gonna get handed over to you know one of those glad handing yes men. Well, he was saying Triple H, and I think if Triple H was in charge, it might get better. I if, yeah, I agree. I would is, like. To agree, but I don't think, but like what we're seeing with like Nick Khan being this guy who just can come in and fucking clean house like this, it yeah. it almost seems to me like if I if I would like to think if I was Triple H mm-hmm. uh, in this situation, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off, being like, dude, yeah. I've put in my like uh, already like a lifetime's worth of career into like you know myself into this fucking company. What are you doing? Yeah, think, and it's like, go ahead. I was, I think everyone has always bet. And you hear this from so many people. You hear it from like guys like Pritchard and like people who have the know-how of like, oh, Vince will die at his desk. And I think everyone has always like assumed that was true. It's like it'll stay in the family because it'll, it'll be in the family when he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Vince is looking to cash out. Yep. I think Vince is looking to sell the company, and that's why I think basically it was like Nick Khan was given this job. 
Um, and given the directive of make us the best proposition for sale. Yep. Um, when you when a company is looking to do that, they get rid of liabilities. Yep. Yeah. Um, and for a company like WWE, contracts are the, kind of their biggest liability. Yeah. Like, and so like that's how he's being ruthless. Like it does not matter how it affects the product. Yeah. yeah. It, it, we're trying to look flashy and as good for a potential buyer as possible. Right. And he, he's made a couple billion dollar fucking deals for them already with like Peacock. And then uh, was Fox his as well? Was that like his first big move? Was I don't remember if it's on Fox or not. Yeah. But it's also like, uh, yeah, I'm with you too. And you were, but the way you were mentioning too, Derek, that, uh, a lot of these people who were signed, it sounds like 2018, 2019, this is also, like, I wonder if this is the, we're also kind of seeing the reckoning of the really reckless contract signings when AEW was announced, and people being like, we just don't want you to leave, like, they were just tossing money around, and now we're seeing the, the, the impact of that, where it's like, oh, that was really fucking irresponsible, and now all these people are just losing their livelihoods because Vince got, you know, possessive for a second. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like now where AEW is, I can't. I can see five of these people showing up there. Yeah, um, something I, I don't yeah, remember I what the number is. There's been something like eighty releases from NXT in the last two years. Oh, I have a list of all the WWE releases from 2020. Eighteen um, <laughs> percent um, of those people have landed with another major company. Yeah, but like eighteen just wow. glancing at these names, it makes sense why some of them aren't there, aren't anywhere else. Oh, yeah, it totally does. It's just like, man, especially you start to think about, like, especially those NXT signees, so many of them move their family to Florida and, like, ch- yeah. like change up their whole lives, like, well, yeah, for this and thing. And then... some, someone tweeted it out. It's like, these people are now stuck in a lease in Florida. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> they can't, they have to pay money to break that lease and leave. Yeah. Yeah, what? And it, oh, my God. Yeah. Also, we didn't talk about Ric Flair. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Ric Flair got let go. But I think he asked for his release. He did ask for his release. Yeah, him and Vince got in a text argument. Just think about those two old men texting each other. Oh, my God. Just fucking all caps. All caps. Short um, handwriting. Oh, no. Yeah, he wasn't happy with how he was being booked. He's going to go hang out with his... He's probably going to go hang out with his... Uh, Sorry, Rick. We don't got nothing his, for you, pal. His son-in-law. I mean... Dude, they, yeah, go get suplexed into a pool by a fucking handsome man. They constantly are trying to do... Recreate, you know, WCW and Four Horsemen... <laughs> Shit. And, and, oh, I, I think they Rick will play. technically have four. I think they will have four people who have been in the Horsemen if, it, if yeah. he goes AEW. And I don't see him showing up there as a bad move because he's not going to fucking wrestle. It's Ric Flair. I mean, like, yeah, like he's, he's going to he'll show up on AEW one week and then be in a Sprite commercial the next. Like he's yeah, he's he's different. Yeah, I'm like this whole landscape. So there are rumors too that. Adam Cole's contract is up, right? and he's oh. been he's been wrestling like on a handshake deal until Takeover, and oh, he hasn't he he, he re-upped um through basically through Takeover. Yeah, he, he signed an extension because I don't know if you got if you guys heard the full story of like 
that Adam Cole contract debacle. Yeah, let, let's see, let's, but, let's run yeah. through it if you got it because um, I'm sure some see, people listening might not know too. Um, so recently, you might remember that the uh, head of talent relations for a long time was a guy named Canyon Seaman. Right, mm-hmm. Can- right. Canyon, Can- Jizz Canyon. Okay, yeah. yeah, we had to do it. We had to. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, uh, and that never seemed like a super well liked guy in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Apparently, everyone at WWE was under the impression Adam, including Adam Cole, was under the impression that his contract was through December or January. Mm-hmm. Um. It was not. It was through <laughs> July. That's amazing. Um, and how badly that how situation badly. got fucked up is the yeah. reason Canyon Seaman got fired. Oh, well, man. And, like, the whole Aleister Black thing, where they right. didn't change also, yes. this thing from a 90-day to a 30-day, which is great. They didn't uh, have to pay that's that close of a, we gotta talk about. Yeah, it's like they didn't pay that, that close of attention. To, to the, these contracts, which is wild. Yeah. yeah. For, you know, so WCW went out of business in 2001. Mm-hmm. So literally 20 years ago was the last time they had to pay super close attention to contracts. Yeah. Yeah, that, right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. As a, as a company. And so... They lost that muscle memory. And like... <laughs> but, but it's, which is fucking awesome. Like, that's the best shit out of all of this. Is like to be like, oh, just kidding. Fucking Malachi Black was on a thirty-day non-compete, not your dumbass ninety-day. Like, yeah. oh yeah, Adam Cole's contract, like the fucking the fucking star of your show, like his contract is just running out, and none of yeah. you fucking saw it. Yeah, Apparently Pete well, Downs' as well, right? I, yeah. I also saw a thing that. Let's finish talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Pete Dunn's as well. Like, if they see the writing on the wall, like. They might jump ship because Adam Cole in AEW, in my opinion, is their best get. That is their best get. That's one hundred percent. Like they can have some resurrection story, not the the one that they had at the thing, because he died. Adam Cole is dead in in Elite Lore, which I think is where most of AEW stories get told. (laughs) He's dead. So like, like Adam Cole, like. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like Adam Cole and Hangman, and like Adam Cole and like yeah. Were they in the Bullet Club together ever? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But they crossed paths. Hangman wasn't. He was um, nothing until he got to AEW. He was. He, he was, was nothing, joke. and also like he was like a young oh. enough guy that he wasn't making every trip over to America, and Adam Cole was like the American. Well, no, Hangman was the guy everyone was mad at. Because they put him in the Bullet Club before Adam Cole. That's that's right. I think. Uh, okay, because yes. like, I, I when I first got introduced to Adam Page, it was like him and Chase Owens were just the dudes who took the pin. Yeah. But yeah. now, you know, obviously Adam Page is fucking Hangman Adam Page. But yeah. Yeah. At the time, it just seemed like he was just he was just one of those guys in the Bullet Club who's really yeah. young. But like. At this point, I'm fucking rooting for AEW, even though I don't love their show. Like, I, I'm, I want them same. to murder the WWE. I want them to kill. They won't. They never will. I, but it's I, like... I want them to... I want somehow for AEW's success to actually drive be- like better yeah. things for NXT. Because and like, since... 
since AEW has started, WWE, like, how many how many Jackson Riker versus Elias matches were there? Like, I think there's one going on right now. Like, they retread every single week just the same old shit. And it's oh like, my god, yeah, it's just NXT holding pattern was the holding only pattern. thing kind of interesting. And like, AEW at least is interesting. I agree and with if, you, hundred percent. If they yeah, get even punk, if it's even if it's bad, it's interesting. If it's they just, get Punk, if they get Brian, mm-hmm. if they get Adam Cole, like that's. I mean, it sucks because they need to sign good women. Um, like, that's the one thing where it's like you have these names. Like, can you, like, yeah, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Adam Cole, like, in your fucking roster at the same time. But at the same time, so, like, that's amazing. Like, yeah. oh, my God, of course I want to tune in to see that. But it's also just, like, how many more? Yeah, like, when was the last time they even had a new, like, women's signee? Like, signee. I can't think of a new one. They're all from one- NWA. <laughs> Exactly. They just took NWA's women's roster, which I think, which of course, like we joke about it, but that that was the 2020 fucking thing they were waiting for. It was like we already have a built-in women's division on a different company, and it, but it's like that's not. It sucks, and so there's a part of me that's like, man, I I, w- I want to see these dream matches, but like they're gonna be soured by just how much AEW's lacking elsewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and that's the thing. Like they're not perfect, but it's like at this point, the lesser of two evils. Right now is AEW. I love watching. Yeah. I love watching this shit. I like a good fucking shit like, show. Like, yeah. I'm gonna stick it out with NXT because that's my favorite thing. But it's like it's not hard. Off, yeah, I'm not jumping off the ship now because like I love we love the performers who are there. It's like I'm yeah. never I'm yeah. never rooting for a billionaire and his company. I'm always just yeah. I love the people who perform for them and for for us or whatever through them. Yeah. So it's it's just well, tough and to have yeah. zero zero. I like idea of certainty like these people really do even if like we'll joke about like Kona Reeves and straight up these people I've never fucking heard of but they really are putting a lot of their self on the line all the time yep. it's like to just be treated so like you could just be discarded even going back and looking at the, the shit with honestly the shit with Mickey James getting her shit in a trash bag yeah it's like that kind of got memed around but at the same time it's like that's so fucked up like she gave yeah. so much to you well <laughs> and like like Bray Wyatt created yeah, the that too. He created the fiend. He created that, and they're still running so with it. Yeah, and that's their property now. It's not his. Yeah, even yeah. though like it was his idea, and I think it was the Undertaker. I read this interesting little story where the Undertaker like told him, like, "Hey." Don't let them run with it. Like you need to keep control of it, or it'll get weird and bad. Because the Undertaker was like really hands on on the Undertaker, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, I think he tried to. Undertaker said, I think he tried to do that too much, and it fucked him over. Well, basically, because you can't. That's the thing. Like Undertaker, no current, no current superstar is going to have the level of creative input that Taker has on, but, like Undertaker. But, but maybe Bray should have. Should have. Or, you know, that's the thing. You stick to your guns and you get let go. That's yep. for the best. Like, whatever. Yeah. Because Bray Wyatt, like, he, the, you know, the way his, we, we've been we've been shown time and time again that he can create good stories. Like, I'm, I'm not concerned for Bray. I feel like he's going to, even if he gets out of the wrestling business, I feel like that, that dude's going to do some cool creative shit. Like, mm. whatever he ends up doing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got, he got let go just last week. Yep. 
And I just don't... I wonder what's going to happen with that. Because, like... Well... Bo has been released, too, right? They could do. They could do a brother... Brother... Brother shit somewhere. Some yeah. Rotunda, but, some Rotunda Bros. But, yeah. like, the Alexa shit is still going to go on, and we're not going to get an ending to the Fiend story. Nope. Now he got like, burned up at WrestleMania by Randy. Yeah. That was the end. And that's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I saw a tweet, and it's a joke, but it, it still was pretty good. Of like, <laughs> someone saying, like, here's how you, like explain away uh and end the, the alexa bliss fiend shit just move her to smackdown and then when someone says like hey what was up with all that weird shit she's just like oh i had a case of the mondays <laughs> <laughs> i'd take it yeah i'd Hell be yeah, fine ride, with it. ride it off just ride it off like that i would love that yeah but they're not fucking um, brave enough to do some shit like that no i also saw an interesting thing where apparently renee paquette's 90 days just got up and unlike unlike the wrestlers i guess they get paid during those 90 days she didn't because she wasn't a wrestler sounds about right yeah, yeah. same but, same with tom phillips release tom phillips like just started a new podcast and shit like because like he his stuff was up but yeah that's so yeah. wild i didn't realize that commentators also had like a 90 day or like yeah that's weird yeah it's like their contracts are dumb and yeah wrestling is just a bummer um do we talk about the aew bummer yeah let's talk about an aew bummer hell yeah uh i think this did this come out officially during the last speaking out movement uh, about darby allen yep oh what okay this is news to me yeah darby's a piece of shit Really? It, res- it resurfaced, and I guess I am at fault because I forgot about it when it first came out. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's resurfaced, and it's going to be the same thing like with Matt Riddle. Nothing's going to happen because he's a top guy in AEW. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it sucks. And that's, like, that's another – it's just wrestling is a huge bummer. Sometimes it really is like, oh my god! But then, I mean, the the beautiful thing about what what we live in right now is that we have so many more options that aren't even just a you know AEW WWE. There's there's like if you're a wrestling fan, like those are the most accessible. But like, it's weird to me to think like just the other day I was watching that the uh, the GCW show from um, yeah from Missoula the like the one where Nick Gage and uh, Oh, man's Warner had that bunkhouse brawl match. And it's weird just watching like, man, these fucking well, these fucking shitty ass like just like it's just like this good old boy fucking barn thing. I'm like, this is more wholesome than a lot of the fucking other companies <laughs> that are yeah. out there. Well, I mean, on a GCW show, there was a match where uh Effie wrestled a gay guy, an or a polyamorous guy. Um there the was MV Young, was it MV Young? Yes. Um, Colt. Yeah. There was nipple play that was sexual, and then at the end of the match they kissed. That was on a GCW show, and that blew my mind because I don't think GCW fans are cool with that, but they all love Effie. That's the thing. They're gonna have to fuck it. That's that's what I like. That's what's so interesting to me too is that there are wrestlers 
who, because of the the world that we live in, of like obviously social media has fucking, you know, p- rightfully so, put a lot of fucking careers uh, to bed because yeah. people are shitty. Yeah. Uh, but it's also perform you know provided a platform for wrestlers to get so over that you really that they get to call the shots. And so even yeah. if these like fucking. If there are some people showing up to a GCW show who are like, I don't like that 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 fruity stuff. It's yeah. like, guess what? And Get the fuck over it because Effie's getting yeah. paid, and like, yeah. uh, what? Like, for a reason. Like this shit, and, people and, like it. Get in. Get with it or leave. I shouldn't generalize their fans. It was all based on the, how they looked in that crowd. But um. well, and also like, I mean, we've all been to fucking wrestling shows. <laughs> like, yeah. wrestling yeah. fans in any company and, are gonna be it, awful. <laughs> And it seems like the smaller it gets, depending on the 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 thing, the worse it is. Dude, but like the shit that happened when fucking Cardona won that title, like yes. the, the fans, that was like a, when like tossing the trash at him in the ring, yeah. booing the fuck at him. Someone that was threw a, gen- a pizza cutter at him. It was a genuine reaction <laughs> that yeah. was like volatile and violent. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like that's kind of fucking sick. <laughs> it's a good like- moment. It's a good moment, but he it's hated dangerous. it. I did like I've never given a fuck about Zack Ryder, and I subscribed to his podcast just so I could see if he talked about it a little bit, and he did. And he went on another podcast, I think, and he was on Renee yeah. Renee's podcast. Oral he talked. He talked about it a little bit, and it's like his mindset with it is really cool. It's like, yes, I'm the ex WWE guy and I'm this indie darling champion. Mm-hmm. I did that. And like I mean, it is I'm I love the story. Um it's really it's it's cool to see. And like now I've like I'm a Matt Cardona fan, <laughs> which is something I never thought I'd say. Isai would wanted me to be for a very long time and I was like, "No, he's annoying." <laughs> I man, I'm 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 reading through this stuff like I, I that's wild. I didn't I missed the 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 Darby was was in this conversation when like uh, the movement first was going out and but like yeah, I like the thing that sucks is we probably talked about it too. Man, and it's maybe ha- it it happens. This shit happens so much that it's like okay, on to the next, and it's like it sucks. Mm. It's and wild. There is so much going on when when the speaking out movement happened to because that was also at the same time as uh like the the um george floyd like right. protests yeah. were yeah. like starting and stuff like it was all at the same time it was like still like few months into pandemic it was just like there's so much it was hard to keep track of everything and that sucks like it really sucks to like forget you know yeah and then it's like yeah get reminded yeah. of it. it's like oh shit that's right like that one just you know i was so busy like canceling faves <laughs> yeah, of mine yeah. already and like yeah right i forgot like that's like occasionally you get reminded when you're like oh shit yeah, yeah like and it's like we still talk about matt riddle a lot i haven't forgotten about that one no yeah. of course not i mean we're we're in that situation where like and especially because we've chosen to do a podcast about wrestling like we're not there's a few who have made it to the redacted list and maybe a few more need to be added to the redacted list uh, when, when we talk about them, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're just in a, we're in a, t- uh, we're in an era of reckoning, which is yeah for the best. Yes. But it's also like we have, meaning we have to reckon with like the people who've been hurt. And I, I don't know. Like, it's like, 
or, or not even like wreck it might not be the right word but you know we, yeah. we have to give visibility to people who've been hurt and i yeah. and like it's it's tied back to like the shit with wwe as well it's just like it's weird that I, it's so weird to imagine what the wrestling landscape's gonna look like in the next couple years. Because I'm with you. I'm. I'm. I think I'm. I'm getting on board with that idea that Vince is trying to get rid of his company. Yeah. He's trying to make a fucking make a couple billion dollars off of it. And uh, like, you're gonna die soon, dude. Why do I, you need money? He probably wants to join some. He probably. Dude, I bet before Vince dies, he's going into space. He's trying to get on fucking that space fucking trend. He probably doesn't know space exists. He only knows wrestling. Yeah, man, I don't know. He's probably, no, well, that's the thing we think. And then, like, it's going to come out like, oh, man, in his diaries, like, that man fucking transported a lot of kids around this country or something. I don't want that from him. But there's no way that this old man just fucking pays attention to wrestling. You know what I mean? I mean, he he did cover up a few murders in his in his heyday, but. That's true. That's true. That's true. But, uh, man, man, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fucking bum-bums in the world yeah. right now. People getting released. Um, people, people just being fucking bad. Yep. There's a variant out there that's hurting people, but you know what? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's I mean, nothing yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. I mean, but. good thing, a rare good thing, uh, actually from AEW at least, a positive thing about wrestling, uh, Malachi Black actually, like... <laughs> Did, like they booked him how they should have. They should have. Yeah, and then of course Cody made it did. about himself. But they uh... did. Oh man, it was a very quick match. Um, people like that kick when he jumped off the top rope looked so. The kick looked fine, but Cody hesitated and then jumped, and it looked dumb. <laughs> Cody sucks. Fuck. Cody's a bad wrestler. Cody is. He. It's like be smooth. You're wrestling one of the greatest wrestlers, in my personal opinion, my one of my favorite wrestlers. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Who's smooth? Who looks good in everything mm. he, that he did? Had one of his one of the best matches ever with this shithead who was green as green as goose shit. Um, Pat Clark. Yeah. yeah, he like he carried that match and made it look smooth and like you. You take this big moment, and I guess no one else cared about it because everyone else was talking about how cool it was that uh, Malachi won so quickly. And it's such a little thing, but it's like, just like make it look good, dude. Well, and, um, then, and then Cody did this whole, so I missed it, but then he did this whole fucking retirement as fucking speech. It? Yeah, I haven't, I will go back to watch it, but it's just like, I saw that oh, and yeah, I was like, you, of course course cody made it yeah all about himself he took like, his he took his boot off dude. one boot and then like started talking about how much he loves aew he mentioned the infighting with the executive vice presidents and talking about how much he loved them and it's like so is he retiring from aew or is he just like making this such a big deal to uh, that he's going to film a TV show. Like, I, so I think, um, I mean, I, he's not going to retire. Ob- no, ob- obviously, but he is going to go away for a bit for yeah. some for some TV projects and stuff like that. Um, the my hope with it because so Malachi Black came back out and destroyed him again. Yeah, he after, um, yeah. hit him with dur- a truck, 
put his boot in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope like the angle that they're going for is like, oh, like so Cody's gonna come back next week and be like super pissed off, like want a rematch and stuff like that. Black and then hair. Mal- and then Malachi <laughs> yeah. win is gonna win. Yeah, the second match to send him away. Like I hope they like write him off TV by him getting mega destroyed by Malachi yeah. Black. Yeah, I yeah. do too. But you're right. The positive of this, they booked him right. They didn't because they did it with Brody, right? And yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Darby, but fuck Darby now. But he he did put Darby over. Um, but yeah. still, even with Darby, it was man. They always still made it about Cody. Like, yeah. No matter what, it always has to come back to Cody. That dude is mm-hmm. like, I'm honestly, he's a person that I'm just fascinated by because I think he has like that level of like, you know how they say like CEOs, like the most successful people have like higher levels of like sociopathy than like your average your yeah. average Joe. That's Cody, yeah. man. Like he, he has that like dude no self awareness. He's like a narcissistic to a level that. I just want to watch. Like I, yeah. I, I want to watch the him and Brandy reality show because it's just I. It, what a fascinating character study of just somebody who feels like they. Literally, this man, I truly in his heart of hearts said he went from undesirable to undeniable. <laughs> You're Cody Goddamn Rhodes. Yeah. What? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. But like, uh, like his him as a person reminds me of the Miz's character. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's, like a, it's a shoot fucking person. Yeah, like the Miz seems self aware, whereas yeah, I think so. he doesn't. Yeah. I think the Miz is a mixture of self. I, I I think the character the Miz is truly Mike Mizanin turned yeah. up to like fifteen. Uh-huh. Like I think he is like I think like you know Mike Mizanin <laughs> oh, yeah. is a is narcissistic and full of himself and stuff. But also that got him where he is. There's mm-hmm. he was a on, lar- Yeah, there's a larger ha- part of. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, you have to be like that to get on the real world Yeah, mm-hmm. because you, with that audition. And then the fact that, like, on the real world, he, like, talked about the, char- the character of The Miz, which he had never been before. Because mm-hmm. he talked about how much he loved pro wrestling and he had this alter ego that's The Miz and stuff. And, like, all of that, like, is so, like, you gotta be, you've got to be full of yourself. Yeah. But... At the same time, he, I think, is also self-aware of when to make himself look like a clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cody does yeah. not have that. No. no. And there, there's a larger part of the Miz's career. Like, there's more of the Miz's career where I really did not like him than where I am now where I do appreciate the Miz. There's more more of me being like, fuck, this guy's annoying. Then, yeah. then I think, you know, it just maybe it takes time, too, to be like, oh, you know, to find out where the where, where people really don't like you and then to yeah. be able to exploit that that takes self-awareness to make yeah. yourself a really good character to be like oh i'll hone in on these little bits of myself that people really don't like and i'll make yeah. that a character where cody's just like there's nothing about me not to like so <laughs> what I'm perfect what yeah. am i supposed to what am i supposed to be bad yeah so, i i uh, i'm just annoyed with him but i'm glad they did it right um i I could see him taking the title off of Kenny eventually, but I want Hangman. Do it. Okay, yeah, can we talk about that a little bit too? So what the Um, fuck? So Christian Cage 
they they've seemed to have pretty quickly just been like obviously there's they're they're pretty they've been pretty calculated with telling this story so it's not mm-hmm. i don't think it's not obviously it's not just this random act but they've essentially skipped over hangman page and well, now christian cage is the the number one contender well, to the title right what happened is last week cage and the dark order had a match against kenny and the bucks and right. if they won that match the Dark Order got a title shot, and Hangman got his shot. But if they lost, then Hangman can't challenge for the title. The Dark Order can't challenge for the tag titles. Yeah. Um, so this week, the like basically Hangman broke up with the Dark Order. He's like, guys, I cost you that. I fucked it up. Um, we need to go our separate ways. I got to do this on my own. He goes out to confront the Elite. And I'm not even reading anything, guys. I'm doing this from memory. Hell yeah, um, he goes he goes out to confront the elite, and then they just beat the shit out of him. Like, yeah. they do the stereo super kick to him, like, five times. Mm-hmm. And I, did see, I did see that, and the Dark Order kind of wanted to help, but they're like, no, he told us to leave him alone. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, no, let him do it on his own. It's like, I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, you like, can well, help your friend. Within, yeah, within reason. Yeah. But that's effective-ass storytelling, sure. And then I remember Kazarian coming out and trying to help. Um, But the thing is, like, yeah, they beat the shit out of him, and maybe he'll get that match or something. I don't know where they're going. Well, because then then the Good Brothers challenge uh, the Dark Order? Dark Order on impact. So they're getting certain title shots, just not AEW title shots. Yes. They're Mm. not getting the ones that matter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I'm... I don't know. Maybe it'll build itself, and Kenny or Hangman will get that title. It just seems like they really shoot. It seems like they really shoehorned Christian Cage in here, which I just. uh, Well, he's the number one contender because of Dark, um, and he sang the Golden Girls theme song. So I like him. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm not anti that happening. It just is like the clear story everyone wants is Paige and Kenny. I just hope it happens on TV. Yeah, I think it's obvious that they wanted to, like, have an attraction main event match um, for what's the pay per view coming up? Uh, it's not full gear, is it? They d- they have quite a few. It feels full like gears they- in November. They only have like five. Is it revolution? Sh- I know. Is it all outs in September? Which I think is the one. I mean, the one yeah that they're building towards. So yeah, it yeah, might, so it's all yeah, out. That might- yeah, it's all out. It's gonna okay. be Christian. I think it's going to be Christian at All Out, but I'm not sure about yeah. that. If that's going to happen sooner. I think, but, but I think that it, they'd switch, they'd switch for Christian going, let's capitalize on his name for casual fans who haven't checked out AEW yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's stupid. Give it to Hangman at All Out. That's the big place to give it to him. Um, I'm not saying your your idea is stupid. I'm saying what they're oh, doing is stupid. I, just I so mean, you know. No, like, I... <laughs> Yeah, I I think I I think that is my idea of what they are doing. Yes. Which, right. What well, they are doing is is dumb. Because all out's going to be in Chicago. Punk is either going to be well, there or the rampage after. I understand I think, maybe not wanting to overshadow think, something like that, but well, that's the thing. It's like August twentieth rampage. What's going to happen there? I'm very curious. I'm going to probably watch it. Ooh, I'm watching it for sure, dude. Well, yeah. I don't usually get to watch wrestling on Friday nights, and I might make yeah. an exception so yeah. um so it's like with punk and brian with all this coming it's like 
but don't fuck up this story yet. Like, there's right. so much talent that you can have them go against. Apparently, Punk and Darby. Um, oh, and apparently the Elite, all their whole gimmick was all uh, inside jokes. Uh, the Elite was wearing a, or Kenny was wearing a, a Cookie Monster shirt. Yep. And apparently CM. that was a CM Punk thing. Oh, my God. Um, the Young Bucks had a Hawaiian shirts, which was a reference to Bray. Apparently, so I got really hyped about uh, uh, Carl or Lu- Carl Anderson's gear. Um, apparently, he was wearing a Bollywood boy shirt that just mm. says "Butter Chicken Forever," and that's a Bollywood <laughs> saw, boy shirt. I saw that shirt, and I was like, I do like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need that shirt. Um, but and then I think. I think Gallows was wearing a robe because of Ric Flair or something. Okay. But like everything was some like little in joke and mm-hmm. like I don't give a. F- I hated I his. That, I hated his Cookie Monster shirt. I liked how the young but. butts look, but like it's so. I'm very curious to see what happens because I love. I. I want to love CM Punk. He's the reason I like wrestling. But he was mean to my friend Cole Cabana. I've mm-hmm. shaken hands with Colca Ben. He's a great, nice man. He's one of the only um, wrestlers we've met that's not canceled. That's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this story with Hangman is so good. Hangman is the most... He's more... He, besides Chris Jericho, he's the most over thing in AEW. Jericho's only over because people love to sing Judas. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, yeah, he's Chris Jericho, but like, yeah, but anymore, Hangman is your guy. Give it to him. Yeah, give it to him. Give me he's what I want. O- he's the most organically over for his work in AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just likes to drink a beer and and and, and whoop ass for for the right causes. And uh, yeah, well, who who can't get behind that? And the Buckshot Lair, it's so fucking badass. Yeah, it's good. It's really it's, good. Um. Yeah, uh, but yeah, with this Daniel Bryan thing and all that, like it's it's cool. But like, I think them debuting is above titles. They don't need to challenge for the title. Absolutely no. not. They Absolutely not. not. Also, it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, Bryan and Punk should feud with each other. Uh, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you spoiled my debut. You spoiled my debut. <laughs> I'm the best in the world. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm the best. Yeah, it'll be like interesting to see what they do, but I I I'm excited, but it's like don't fuck up this hangman story. And maybe they're not. Maybe they're swerving all of us. I like this gonna I get like it, to, it all out. That's the thing. Like, I'd like to imagine that with how calculated they've been with this story from kind of the get go, that they aren't just gonna be like, uh, eh, let's call an audible yeah. uh, and fucking change change things and, up. Yeah. And or if can, it, it isn't audible, there there's a there's a step two, yeah, that, yeah, like that they've planned out and makes this still all work without making making us wait too long. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and Kenny, and even the Bucks, like as annoying as they are as people, they're smart when it comes to wrestling. Like Kenny's whole Golden Lover saga was all like it felt like it was all planned out, and every time. Kenny's doing long-term storytelling. There's parts in the middle where you're like, what are you doing, dude? And right now, that's what it feels like. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Uh-huh. And But it's like reading a comic book where, like, 
the first issues really the first few issues are really good and then you get to the section that's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> what is the point of any of this and then they nail the landing yeah and hopefully. kenny kenny's smart when it comes to the wrestling business uh-huh. i think because mm-hmm. like but maybe left to his own devices he's not like he had gato to help him or and now he's got don Callis yeah. with all that <laughs> i i mean I think he I think he is. I just I hope that this detour or whatever doesn't derail it. Yeah. yeah. Because like I think like I mean you look at like the fact that oh he finally wins the title but there's a heel turn. Um it's a little disappointing, you know, like or was to all of us like when he won it and, and that initial part of this run. But if the plan all along was oh it's going to be huge when Hangman wins this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off well, of and, him because he's and, the heel. And they wanted to do it in front of a lot of people. Like, and mm. I understand, like, he might have won that a while ago if the pandemic yeah. didn't happen. That's a good point. And I, I appreciate that, but we're about to, I don't know what's, we might. Yeah, exactly. In. This SummerSlam is a- might be canceled. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that that's the thing. It's like we're just in a and that's kind of what we were talking about d- before we started recording was just like this is we're just in this whirlwind time for pro wrestling that it's like what's happening week to week isn't necessarily as important as what's really just like what's going on in the yeah. wrestling world and uh yeah, it's ex- just like with like the world outside of wrestling, it's like man, I'm I am a little fatigued from being a part of so many uh, world-altering events. Yeah, and it's just like wow. There's, there's, we're just in this in this middle point of we don't know how like how the plane's going to get landed. And yeah. I do trust that with Cody and the mind or not Cody, <laughs> strike that with Kenny and the mind that he has for for wrestling. I think he has an idea of how this plane's going to land. I I do still have that trust, but at, at the same time. It seems like a, 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 any given like either factor in the world, like you know, like they, they might not be able to do this in front of a shitload of fans. Yeah, if if things keep shaking out the way they are, and it's really hard with AEW because you really don't know who to blame because they don't have a writing staff. <laughs> yeah. They don't. I don't know who the booker is. Like, it's not Tony. He's just the financier. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a very, very collaborative effort, and it's very weird and strange. And they fail on a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. Their women's I, division being a big part of that. Their women's division is a, the biggest example. Still, I would you, say, you know, I think I, I, I'd say I'm probably since AEW started have been its like biggest critic on on this podcast. I, yes. I just it has not landed. Like I've wanted to love it. It just yeah. has not. Yeah. It never lands with me, but it's always so close, and that's what makes mm-hmm. me so mad. Is like yeah, yes. right. how close they are to something I would love, and but still have been putting out something I've kind of not liked at all at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do feel. I think they are hitting more and more right now. Like yeah. I think that they are stepping their game up and fixing a lot of the stuff. Not the women's division. Still mm-hmm. haven't fixed that. That's glaring. But. I- I they do, do have, have a de- going to be having a debuting Ruby Soho pretty soon. Yeah. That's well, exciting. Yeah. Sign Mercedes. Sign, like, yeah. well, here's here's the thing I have. Here's a here's a thing I want to toss out to you. 
it's a long shot. Ric Flair goes and hangs out with Andrade. Eventually, his daughter shows up. Do you think that she could ignite the women's division? Yes and no. Mm. Like, yes for viewers initially. Yes. No for they still have to fix their booking of the women's division. True, true. But like, think about Charlotte coming in as... Because, well, I guess Ruby would be the first WWE like woman. real big transplant from WWE because I yeah. think they still have... They have Tanara. Yeah, they have Tanara. Uh, I, I think they have... But again, they don't give us enough time yeah. on screen to yeah. memorize who's all there. But, I mean, also, like, <laughs> this is weird, me giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Rampage will have more. Is that a two-hour show? Or is it one hour? I don't remember. I okay. fucking don't know. How many Maybe goddamn Ramp- shows are these people? Well, Dark doesn't matter. Dark doesn't matter. But it really matter. matters. Just like being the elite. Doesn't matter. Really matters if you <laughs> want to know what's going on. Yeah. Did you but, did you guys see who, what the commentary team for Rampage is going to be? Cause is, it no BS, it, is it no BS Paul White? No. It's Mark Henry. Tight. Awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, in the tank. Peter Rosenberg. No. Thank Sam, God. Sam Roberts. Uh, again. Thank <laughs> fucking God. Um, no, but it's still going to be, I think, a little too much because it's going to be Mark Henry, who's going to be the voice of reason, sitting between Taz and Jericho. Oh, no. Oh, that's wow. too much. It's so much. Yeah. I, I love Jericho love... on commentary. I love Taz on commentary. They're too much together. But that's maybe, gonna be. Nightmare. Yeah, Mark Henry maybe, has a tough job ahead of him. Maybe on another. Maybe he'll be a little more subdued if he's not trying to be Jericho. You know, like yeah, or Taz is going to have to tone it down. If he's not, if he's not wrestling, mm, on rampage. Oh, I. He so I I really like Jericho on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, and really good. he's been he like the the times when he was sat in, especially early pandemic, like were fantastic. I just I can't imagine him and Taz not going at like going at it with each other. Like again, making it all about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Instead of what they're actually trying to do, it's yeah. It's gonna be so and much. You need. You need a real play-by-play guy like Shivani or Excalibur. Like these are three ex wrestlers. Well, two ex wrestlers in Jericho. Yeah, who's doing play-by-play? But, like, I mean, I guess we. I don't know if they've announced. I guess I guess Mark Henry, but out of those like, three, because Taz is color color like, commentary. Yeah. And uh, honestly, Jericho is really good at. Jericho's got a, a, a like a an, an encyclopedic knowledge of like wrestling maneuvers and like yeah. people who've done them and stuff. But I think he's also a better color commentary than play by play. Yeah, he's like he's like a little more mixed than regular color commentary. I, but I guess like, he's gonna be like Mara like Mara was sometimes, where it's like still calling the match and the moves and stuff, but is but has a lot of a lot of personality. Yeah, a lot of pop culture references. Less pop culture references, probably. Yes, yes. Um, no, it'll all just be fucking rock and roll references. Oh my god, it will. No, that's gonna <laughs> be. Oh, I haven't seen of, a slam like that since Hager. Instead yeah. of like a uh, like a uh, fucking hip hop references that people don't get. Yeah, um, it'll just be like talking about like fucking. Like a mega death kiss. tour or something, yeah. Or like a kiss, probably more, more so. 
Oh, he. Oh man, he hit. He got hit harder than guys in the the crowds at a striper show. Got hit in the face with Bibles. <laughs> um, but yeah, like maybe, maybe Rampage will have more women content. I doubt it. I don't know, but I'm curious. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, at a certain point, is, it kind of feels like a runaway train. But is speaking of Ruby. Uh, did you know that that was Lars Fredrickson's idea? Was Ruby Soho? Oh, no. Like, she was on his podcast because he fig- found out that she was a fan and he was like, um, she was like, yeah, Ruby is in my name. I need, I don't want to be Heidi Lovelace. Ruby is in my name because of Rancid. I love that song. I love Rancid. Um, and he was like, why don't you just be named Ruby Soho? And she's like, I, I could do that. And he's like, yeah, let me see. I'll send a text and see if I can get the music cleared, too. Let me ask Tim. Well, and he sent a text. And in 10 minutes on the show, she can now she can use the song Ruby Soho. And her name is Ruby Soho. That's so fucking good. That's like, rad. That's rad as I'm, fuck. I've. I've never like Rancid is one of those things that just never clicked with me. Like I, I appreciate sure, yeah, yeah, them and yeah, stuff. Like I, it just it never I never had the moment where it clicked. Yeah, for me. I didn't but either. That's but fucking rad. I had a point where I would listen to Ruby Soho. On I was like, that that song will still that random. Is... I probably haven't heard that song in ten years, but it'll still and, randomly get stuck and, in my head. And Time Bomb rocks. Like they got <sighs> yeah, some yeah. man. They got yeah. some cool songs. Rancid's pretty fun. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, I'm with you. I just, they're if fun, it's on, I would never come. If if it's on, I would never complain about it. I just like, yeah. It, I never had a phase. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that's really cool. Um. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Rampage premieres on the twentieth, right? Right. I think, I so. think so. Yeah. Um. I'm very curious to see what happens. Um. Very curious to see what happens at All Out. If Punk I'm- debuts there or debuts somewhere else. Um. I'm glad they did Aleister Black good and didn't do him dirty. Um, mm. There was one other thing that I remember happening on AEW. Hoovy. Uh, yeah, Jericho and Hoovy. Uh, had a I, very awkward match that they pulled together by the end. Yeah. It was more of um, a. Fu- it was fun to see the two together than it seems like the match was. It, the match didn't hold candles to their, their 20 year old rivalry. <laughs> A thirty-year-old yeah. rivalry at this point, but. except well, I mean, top rope Judas effect. That was kind of sick. It yeah. was 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 fucking cool. I've never seen like a, an elbow like that off the top rope, like a yeah. spinning elbow to a standing opponent. You know, that's I'm with you. That was pretty. That's fucking terrifying. Cool. Yeah. Um. I guess. I guess no. There wasn't anything else. Maybe this was it. Um. This is it. The the labors of Jericho have been sick. Uh, the first one, whatever, Sean Spears. Second one was was the second one Nick Gage. Yeah, second yes. one was Nick Gage. Okay, third one Hoovy. Um, Hoovy's MJ- Halloween. Did MJF um, announce the fourth then? Yes, it's Wardlow with MJF as the special guest referee. Okay, and then so the fifth fans. one is MJF. Yeah, and it that's like for a second I was like, oh, that's weird. Like it doesn't feel as like. I don't know, like, I, like I was kind of expecting were... something more tied in I with wanted... Jericho's passive, but it is tied in with his AEW passive when he let 
um, Wardlow and MJF into the inner circle. That's what like yeah. blew the bomb up but, on 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 Jericho's whole little faction. But I wanted one more cool one. Well, I doesn't wanted... he, doesn't he have to go through all five to to face MJF? So I think there's a fifth no. one. Or no, is, the fifth MJF one is the fifth is MJF. Oh, okay. yes. that's yeah. See, they should have had it five plus one, but maybe they just the timing isn't right for how they want that. Well, like I'm. I'm yeah. guessing MJF is going to beat Jericho, and then Jericho's going to go to Rampage on new commentary and chill out for a bit. I mean, his body, I'm sure, could use a break. It's, yeah, he looks bad. He looks, I mean, he looks tired, bad. physically tired. Um, I, I just randomly rewatched. I just, like, I don't, I don't even know what caused me to want to watch this, but I rewatched um, the him and Kevin Owens match from uh, Mania 33. The post-festival recently. friendship yeah, the, the you know the pinky on the rope yeah. match and stuff like, and, and um, just like, man, how quickly Jericho got old, yeah, because like, huh. he does not look like he looks you know his age right uh, in that, but then like, and like so quickly after that, yeah, he, once once the once the scarves went, he he aged. They were maybe they were mm-hmm. keeping him young, yeah. maybe it was the list. That he was sucking fucking youth energy out of. Must have been. Yeah. Because, yeah, he really... I mean, he, he looks kind of like an aged-out rocker. Like, when you see fucking, like, Vince Neil from... Uh, what was it fucking... Was he in... What, oh, my God. Why am I... Is that... Vince Neil and Motley Crue, right? Or was he Poison? Poison. Brett Michaels was Poison. Brett Michaels was Poison. Vince Neil is... Motley Crue. Motley Crue. And they all kind of look like shit. And, like, uh, that's a... But you know, I got. Wait, I gotta say though. Shout out to fucking. Uh, oh no! Now I just missed his name. The fucking dude from <laughs> whatever. Fuck that. There's, there's one of them is playing at a casino near where I live. Oh okay. <laughs> Which is like where they where they go now. Like that and like uh, state fairs. Yeah. But um, Brett Michaels is. Uh, it's sh- it's shocking that that man's alive. Regardless, mm-hmm. when I found out that he like 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 me and Kyle O'Reilly, he is type one diabetic. <laughs> And is still alive despite all that shit. Plus how party, being diabetic. How do you party like that? I being, no, like no that idea. That does that does give me a, uh, like kind of a that gives you a, that streak of fear that the, that a human being like this can exist. And he's I the wish, one who's playing the casino near where I live. I mm. wish uh, uh, Brett and Sean had a tag team called Brett Michaels. I do too, man. I do too. Mm. I do too. Um, also, I wonder if James Vanderbeek has ever made that. Bro, oh, I'm sure. Brett I'm Michaels. Ju- I'm just sure. A mix of Sean and Brett. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Um, let's do a couple things from NXT. Uh, honestly, all I want to talk about is the Love Her Loser match. Yeah, that that one has the most, uh, I guess, like story significance of of the things that are happening, like. There was more, you know. There's more world building around uh, yeah. around Joe taking that title uh, yes. at, at Takeover. Yes. Ridge Holland did come back, and I do like my, I like myself some violent Ridge ass Holland, dude. Yeah, um, but yeah, like the Lover or Lever match was. I didn't, honestly, I I care about that more than the fucking uh, Bobby Fish's retirement match against Roderick <laughs> well, Strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. They had a they had an, a fine enough match. It was like a mix. It was basically a comedy match, which is a comedy match main eventing NXT kind of rocks. Um, but basically, Gargano won, 
And so Indy starts going with them. With like the, the, the whole lover or leaver thing, if maybe if someone hasn't been paying attention, was like pretty much exactly what it sounds like. If if Gargano wins, Indy can no longer date uh, uh, Dexter Loomis because mm-hmm. uh, that's Johnny's wishes. Uh, but if Dexter wins, he gets to join uh, the he way. Gets, he gets to just join the way or just get the the heart of Indy. He gets the chance to join. Like they yeah. they have to give They're, him a chance. Yeah. Um. So he he. Dexter loses and Indy walks out and then runs into the ring, fucking straddles Just Dexter, dry humps Dexter in front of everybody, max on him. And I don't, we haven't seen that in wrestling in a long time. That was as close to a live sex show as we've gotten since Edge and Lita. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, there was more clothing. Like, I think. I think if my theory of Charlotte going to AEW eventually happens, we're going to get a live sex show uncensored with her uncensored. and Andrade. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just happened to, but it's like, it's it, it just like, it's one of those things like the camera like accidentally pans by like a, a fucking like open like door. It's like, Oh, Oh God. Oops. That's- yeah. Like I don't think it would be intentional. I think that those two, they just, would just, they would just be bucking. They yeah. just, they are just like, they don't stop fucking, so... Yeah. yeah. It's and like, no shame. No shame. Fucking do it. I'm oh, yeah. proud of both of y'all. Oh, yeah. oh I do, um, too. Have a healthy sex life, dude. Um, th- what I love is the only way... That I'm glad that this match ended the only way it could, which was Indy making decisions for herself, because obviously, yes, like, the yes. fucking idea of, of the match is like, okay... <laughs> Of these you know, people that are fuck. probably of these people that are your age being your parents. Yeah, 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 exactly. So the way I mean is just Candice and Johnny now. Yeah, I, I guess Indy's, so. I think Indy left. That was her leaving. Wait, didn't so wait? Uh, and Austin's out of the way. Yeah, yeah. He got frustrated and left because they were oh. arguing too much. It's like wow. this isn't a family anymore, and then hasn't been on TV since. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm suppressed. He didn't get released, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah huh? they, but they Vince don't likes that cut of steak. Nah, yeah, they don't. They don't care about. They don't care about the reasons <laughs> he should be released. They just yes. care about his ri- admittedly ridiculous amount of potential that he has. Ridiculous yep. body. He's he's real funny. It's it's hard to admit. It like, sucks. It sucks so bad. Yeah. It's like watching. You know all 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 my favorite Bill Murray movies, and then you find out about just how, what a piece of shit he was as a as like a coworker. Yeah, yeah. and husband. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just... One other thing from NXT that uh, that did get me fucking off the couch excited was the video package for Walter versus Dragonoff mm-hmm. at Takeover. They did such a good job putting that video together. Oh my god, that match is probably going to be match of the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they match of the be, year. Yeah, their their match last year, not in front of a crowd. Anything was my 2020 match of the year. I oh, haven't man. even. I still haven't watched that match. I, it's, 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 it's worth I, it any any time. No, yeah, it might be match of the year. Like, yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Dragonov wrestle. Honestly. Oh my god, he's had. <laughs> yeah. he's it's had, scary. He scares he, me. He's had two match of the year candidates for me, like over the last few years. Him versus uh, Pete Dunne at, uh, at in progress, like their huge Wembley mm. arena show. Um, that was like serious contender for my match of the year that year, and then the one against Walter last year. Like he's he's different. Like yeah, he's just, like he's a compact little fucking Tasmanian devil ass character, dude. Oh, tight! I love Taz. 
Dude, yeah, he, he ripped shit up. I, I I was pretty unfamiliar with Dragon Up, except like he was in that tournament, right? I'm pretty sure he was in the UK tournament. Uh, in the second iteration of it, I don't. He I might have totally been. I, that second that second one was like man, real strange. Yeah, I just remember being aware of Dragunov and like this guy's cool. Uh, and then that match with Walter, yeah, from last year was just like, oh, this dude, like you were saying, this dude is a different type of fucking animal in that ring. He's like, I mean, also his match against Finn, that was what it was. He had a match against Finn oh, at the UK right. tournament. Yeah, and that was also great. Um, and he he wrestles like Finn if Finn like. It's all ba- it's you know it's kayfabe backstory for for Dragunov, but that it's like he's Finn if Finn was raised at like the Winter fucking Soldier. Like, yeah, dude. Yes, like that's what he is. Like he's like a Russian seek- like sleeper agent that wrestles like Finn. Like that's like the combination that he is, and it's terrifying. Yeah, and he's he like yeah he can he can go up against a big man like Walter. You know, like completely believably. I like. Mm-hmm. I I think he's probably going to take it off Walter at Takeover. Yeah, I I think so. Like, I think that's. I think this is the best chance they have to, you know, switch that title. Because yeah. I don't. I don't know what else the fuck you do. What else? Yeah, exactly. If not, if not him, then who? But yeah, and to, as long as we get, as long as we have, man, what if that'd be so crazy? If fucking Takeover thirty six. Is just like the last great takeover <laughs> before fucking something. I'm sure they'll have a couple more down the pipe before something drastic happens with NXT, but only time will tell. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um, uh, another thing is Bobby Eaton has died this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's real Bobby sad. Eaton. He Seems... was part of uh, the Midnight Express. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, he like that's the thing, dude. I feel like. I'm looking it up right now because he wasn't he wasn't old in the way that you would like expect someone to go and that's just the wrestler fucking hey 62 years old mm. it's like that man like that's especially re- dude yeah wrestlers from that era just it blow like there's certain people that it blows me away that that we still have rick flair or that we still have like certain people who just like i don't know the the the, mm. the wrestling itself takes it out and then like mm. the the dudes the way that those dudes were fucking running in the 80s oh my fucking Back in like 2011 or so, I want to say, um, uh, Dave Schilling or not Dave Schilling, God, Dave Schilling, um, Masked Man. I'm gonna just completely um, forget his name right now. But the guy who hosted um, Dave Shoemaker. There we go. Uh, okay. Different. Dave Schilling used to be his co-host. It was two Daves, but ah, um, Dave and Dave. Yeah, but no, David Shoemaker. You know who also wrote. Um, the my like favorite wrestling book ever the the squared circle life death and professional wrestling about mm. wrestlers who have died he mm. back in like 2011 for grantland when that really great site still existed for espn destroyed it um he had a segment that he'd write in like their weekly newsletter called dead wrestler of the week and he <laughs> did it for about a year without like really missing without missing like, a week without missing iterations of it <laughs> wild jesus oh, yeah. That's like it really does like, and it, it kind of ties into what we've been talking about throughout the thing of like, it to at least the the stuff with Nick Khan and cutting these people. It's like this is not an industry that really has a nut like that much longevity. Like if you're like most of the the wrestlers who are pushing forty years old are like like oh how much longer do they have you know, 
and and unfortunately a lot of them don't you know like either the, the their heart couldn't take it or whatever like i don't know what bobby eaten died of but like uh a lot of them just you know like your heart it, it just it it takes it out of you and so it, just to see people be so like expendable and like tossed away like that after putting up you know a, a career worth of of time where you just don't have you know 20 30 years of being able to do this most folks it's like it just really bums you out and it makes it really hard to to watch week to week and then yep. yeah we're constantly reminded when people die in their early 60s or god forbid earlier yeah yeah uh anything else oh zach you wanted to talk about finn's finn's promo Prince oh yeah Boy. yeah it was it was just real good i mean he was we'll see where this goes because john um, cena stole his spot yeah he did it. But he came out and, like, he was talking, like, he said, like, basically, like, you know, the old Finn, the old Finn would have come out here and just smiled and said, everything's okay, like, about what happened. But that Finn is dead. Fuck like, yeah. Right. So he, yeah. he still Real hasn't gotten full on, he hasn't gotten full on Prince, but, like, I just, I, you know, he, and then he, like, took it to the bloodline they overwhelmed him but um i just i, I love really, that he's sticking up for himself i what i really want is like cena to get this match at SummerSlam, right like it's already emo- like obviously that's what's gonna happen but then after cena loses at SummerSlam, finn should come out and confront john cena and say you took away you wasted my spot like mm-hmm. yeah like you like you took that spot for me, and you wasted that opportunity. Like that yep. should like, I it should like I won that title at SummerSlam for a few years ago. I was the first Universal Champion. I never lost it. That was my moment to take it back at SummerSlam again. You stole it from me, and then have like Cena do the job to Finn on his way out to go shoot Argyle. His next Captain. film. Captain fucking Smackdown. Yeah. yeah Captain fucking yeah. Smackdown. It's going to be, I'm, yeah, that, that's rad. I'm hyped. Yeah, that's, I would love that's, that. That's I would what love I want. that. Yeah. Seen, dude, Cena just to, I would love that. Cena right off into the sunset for another however long after yeah. doing the job to Finn. Hell yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Cena's my fucking boy. I love him. Uh, what, I, yeah, dude, like Cena, seriously, like we, that, that'll be an episode we should do sometime is just, how it's so wild to me that Cena being a fun, goofy actor is what saved his wrestling career too. Because yep. yep. when he left, people really were just like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now it's just like we like this guy. He's fun as hell. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, Charlotte is getting pretty close already. Fucking already to breaking her dad's record. Yeah. And then like, then she's gonna once, fucking bail. The, she's so she's got to get to seventeen. Now I think Cena will also get seventeen. I think he has one more title run left in him. I would, yeah, I hope so. But that Charlotte will have seventeen or eighteen, and have yeah. the record, and then he will also break the record, but not be the one with with the record. Right. I like, like that. I would yeah. like that. So like, I just like, I think that's what Cena's trajectory is. So that'll be be interesting to see what they do with him over the years going yeah. forward. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to answer some questions from our friends? I would love to. Always. Okay. This is from Dr. Blurk. 
Emma, our friend. Actually, let's read this one first because it's less interesting. This one's from Bryson. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of y'all would win in a hot dog eating contest? I don't think I would. I don't like eating food for sport. I would win, dude. Well, here's the thing. We can make them veggie dogs. Yeah, you could have veggie dogs, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if it has to be all beef, then I'm out. But, like, yeah. if we could just be housing dogs, I have a pretty fucking sturdy ass tank. Yeah. I've always, I grew up with myself. I was sandwiched between a younger brother and an older brother. Mm, and so you had we, to fight for your food. We would fight for every fucking scrap, dude. Yeah. And yeah. I can really house a fucking meal. I, but here's the thing I, it's been a long time. I'd have to have time to prepare. Yes. Like, mm. one of my favorite things that I just don't get to do much anymore is a fucking all-you-can-eat buffet. Yes, yes. Not just because of pandemic, but because uh, I have a relationship with somebody who understands that you can't just do that to yourself. Yes, yes. But I, if I had some time to amply train myself, I think mm-hmm. I could house quite a few dogs before yeah. calling it quits. Yeah. There's, go- there's a time in my life, like, I've, like done some like i'm not i haven't done like actual contests but i've done like things like with friends for like food eating and stuff and generally in the past done pretty fucking well um the issue for me now is that uh i weigh um like 70 pounds less than i did when i could put away a lot of food yeah Yeah. because i used to i used to weigh 260 and now i'm like 190 (laughs) so like yeah i just I just straight up can't eat like that anymore. Yeah. Like I, I still will at times, especially if I'm like at my parents and they cook. Like both my parents are amazing cooks. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, they'll have tons of food and I'll just like pile it on and then I'll be like, oh, I ate like half this. Like yeah. I still like over like mm-hmm. overestimate how much I can eat. So yeah. yeah, it would come down to like whose whose body could just withstand the longest because mentally i think my my body would give up before my my like my my well, heart would well mm. a contest is speed too it's not exactly. about how much so what i would say is i know unequivocally isai would lose because isai takes He's isai eats eater. very slowly ask him about ask isai about the potato skins incident um and you'll know how slow he eats and how fast I eat. Uh, <laughs> I also yeah. eat pretty slow. I think I can. I I can eat fast. Yeah, but I like. Sometimes do, I upset, but I do eat slow. Sometimes I upset myself with how fast I eat. I'm not. So, <laughs> yep. I, I I'm I'm actively trying to be somebody who savors more, especially if it's something I like. Just to like really like chew it up, enjoy it, experience the experience of it. Uh, but no, I just fucking house food, dude. How's it? Yeah. Um. Okay, Emma. What franchise or series, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, would you want to be a main character in? Meaning, you don't automatically get killed in like a hor- in like a horror movie. Not including Fast and Furious. Okay, we have to. Open- That's fair. That's fair. Fair. <laughs> that makes it hard for me. I. What sucks is like I know myself. It doesn't really want. Well. Okay. Clarify real quick. Yes. Kayfabe. Are we characters in this this world and we don't realize yes. we're actors? Or are we actors in a franchise that we know is a, a movie franchise? I think characters in the world. 
because I would love to be a part of something like an Evil Dead trilogy yeah. or something like. Yeah. I love that, but also I'd be so scared. Yeah, true. I like this is because I've been watching the Twilight movies. I fucking love vampire shit. I'd love to do. I think some vampire stuff. Would you like to Blade? The Blade trilogy. So I haven't watched those. It's on my list. They, but um, I'm watching with the expectation that they're not good. Yeah, and you'll have a great I mean, time. I've just watched. I'm almost done watching the Twilight franchise. I could watch movies yeah. like that. Um, oh, I, yeah, I know. I, I know you can. Just go in with that expectation. Is the I'm trying. I'm trying to think. My initial reaction is Spider Man because I want to be friends with Spider Man. I want to be from New York. And I want to hey, be let's from grab a New slice. York. Let's grab a slice. Pepperoni Jabroni is just a character in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah, and I want to swing with him. I want to be swung on a web. You want to be swingers with with Pete? Yeah, and his aunt, um, Marissa like, Tomei. But, oh, I was like, <laughs> not not this new this new <laughs> shitty one. I want that one from the Tobey Maguire movies. Give me that grandma energy. I want to. I want to maybe get get some spider powers or help him out be like hey toby if you bite me do i also get some spider powers like it's hard because yeah blurg knows the clear answer is i want to be part of the family right right you want to be a toretto a toretto but it's like do i want to i don't want to be in the john wick world that's too scary that's that's scary and like i unless i have like because they keep just like going deeper and deeper into like that universe and like how you know how deep does that rabbit hole go like i want like just the most menial but like safe job that i still get paid in gold coins yeah yeah Yeah. dude yeah yeah that's what i was thinking i was like i would like to be like a taxi driver in the star wars universe but i also want a lightsaber yeah i want a lightsaber Mm. or like i'm trying to think of like I don't want to be in the Godfather trilogy, even though yeah. I love mafia this, shit like that. This also doesn't say movie, so we could add TV shows into this. Oh yeah! Oh wow! I want to be um, in King of Queens. I want to be Kevin James's friend in King of Queens. Oh man, that guy has a good job. That guy had a good, you know, that's a good time. Um, no, I don't. Honestly, I want to replace Roseanne and Roseanne, and I want to be John Goodman's lover. That'd be great. That's that's. that's you, that's my Sep- final answer. Separate, I could, se- those are separate ideas. I could do this. <laughs> I could do this like forever if I keep thinking about it. So I'm just gonna oh, stick yeah. with John Goodman's lover in the Roseanne franchise. Solid, solid. Um, I've been trying to think of. I I have so so many. I I don't know how to narrow it down. But yeah. Okay. Top. Oh fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn between either being uh I want to be, you know what? Fuck it. I want to be a Jedi. I was going to say that okay. or I want to be a fucking like uh I want to be a wrestling action figure in the Toy Story universe. <laughs> That'd be tight. That would be tight. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Except My if you guess... could get with a kid like Sid, man. Yeah, that'd be true. That'd be true. I would hope I wouldn't be with a a kid like Sid. Hopefully, I would be like with I would be just be one of my action figures where like when I was a kid where I would just play with them all the time, mm-hmm. and then you get older and you make them kiss sometimes. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. My guess is Issa would want to be in the Harry Potter franchise because how high isn't a franchise, and Harry mm-hmm. Potter's the only thing he's ever watched. 
Uh, oh. I yeah. mean, your your poop does just magically disappear, so that's pr- which yeah. I think he would appreciate today of all days. Yeah, um, he should he should get the uh, I forgot the name, but the product that Jack Black and uh, Ben Stiller were selling in uh, the movie Envy. Mm, popular movie that <laughs> yeah, very popular will, movie. Uh, wow, I, I didn't yeah. I I how obscure that reference was is that where I thought you were going was a TV show that never aired, Heat Vision and Jack. <laughs> that the um, two starred in together. When that movie came out, it was at the height of my love for Jack Black and the height of my love for Ben Stiller, and it was one of the first times I watched a movie and was like this was atrocious. Why? <laughs> Why? How are these two perfect comedians making something this bad? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I definitely... Spit one out, Zach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She-Ra. Want to be Tight. a fucking princess of power. Tight. Yeah. Okay, Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, I would love to be in the first season of Digimon. When the, oh, no, the, the the like third one when there's when they, the fucking cult and there's the vampire and there's a prophecy. I love a prophecy. God, I like a prophecy I, too. I love Digimon. That's a good one too. Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon is also really cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah, would die. I like it's more, a weird fucked up universe, but be, imagine being a gym leader. <sighs> that would be cool. Animal, it's too much animal cruelty for me. I know. I'd want to work true. at a Poke Center. I'd want to work at a Poke Center. That it's 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 very strange that line I can draw because I <laughs> love playing Pokemon. Because they're I, fake. <laughs> well, no, because it, that still gets to me sometimes. Because still I real still, to me, damn it. I still I I played the demo for the new Monster Hunter game. It's mm-hmm. like I'll give it a shot. I know these are kind of hard to get into, but I'll play the demo. And I was like, played literally the first mission that they give you, and I was like, I feel bad. This makes me feel bad, dude. I, I stopped can't playing. Kill this lizard. I stopped playing The Last of Us 2 because they introduced fucking dogs. Dogs? Like dog zombies? No, no. Oh. Like, fucking like... Uh, garden yeah, attack dogs. Yeah, garden right. attack oh. dogs who, like, sniff your ass out, dude, which is, like, one, makes the game harder, but also you gotta kill them. I was like, yeah, no? I don't like it. I no? don't like it. No. The story's kind like of fun, it. but I was like, dude, no? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ooh, no. Also, I just want to be Indiana Jones. I'm done. You want to be... Do you want to be Shia? No. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what soda tastes best from the fountain, and is there a specific place it tastes the best? <clears throat> um, Coca-Cola from a bar that is mixed right. Red Robin's bar Coca-Cola is very good. Um, they look at you crazy the first time, but then if you're a regular at Red Robin like I was back in the day... You say, hey, could I get a Coke from the bar? Then they, like, look, and they give you a wink, and they bring you a Coke from the bar, and it's excellent. Mm. Uh, The Red Room, a bar here that used to be here, used to have the greatest Coke in the entire universe. I'm going to isolate that to make it sound like Derek's living in fucking 1980s in the fucking (laughs) Studio 54, you know? (laughs) Mulligan's best Coke in town. Or in fucking uh, Fifty Shades of Grey in the Red Room. (laughs) Back when back when I was straight edge, like I would drink. They would give me unlimited Coke. Like yeah, I right, would just it, drink Coke all night uh, because it's. I would be the designated driver. Because you're and getting so, home safe. You're yeah, getting, yeah, you're just getting calfed up. And the dude who owned it was pretty chill. I think I don't know anything about him now, but he was a nice dude and uh, would uh, always hook me up at the red room. 
Yeah. West um, Malvini, that guy sucks ass. <laughs> but they've had different iterations and different owners. No, yeah, uh, and um, Justin show- from All Hands Go. He was in um, like he was in the percolators for a minute too. Okay. Then there's also time with the Red Room where cool person or not, I'd still definitely describe as chill um <laughs> on on some rules like um having a seventeen year old drummer in, in in a band just be allowed to just chill inside. I may inside or may have not been drunk there before twenty one years old. <laughs> and maybe I may or may not have gotten drunk there with my friends who weren't quite twenty one yet. <laughs> after. But hey, they're not around anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There, there, there was a time my old group band Grand Falconer had a fill in drummer, uh and we like were expecting like we did scene before where they'd had like just an area right out the back door, like mm-hmm. roped off for like underage performers. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, our our fill in was seventeen. Uh, our our friend Brian Ooh, not couldn't even get g- into an eighteen year old yeah. nightclub. Yeah, not not even gonna not gonna you know blow blow his spot completely. But yeah, our friend Brian filled in for us and uh, seventeen, and he was just allowed to hang out. Like, yeah, man, that's bar, a wild. So. That's a. That's a seventeen-year-old's dream, though. But they, that's like everyone who's not seventeen's nightmare in a fucking bar. Yep. <laughs> but what is your soda preferences? Oh, um, I mean, from a fountain. My, I mean, Diet Dr Pepper is always my favorite soda. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's good from a fountain, but I'd also say it it doesn't improve like going coming from a fountain compared to other drinks. How much yes. other drinks like? improved because i think dr diet dr pepper and just dr pepper are pretty consistent they're consistent can bottle yeah Yeah. soda companies have really like beer, like you know like beer companies or whatever have not seemed to nail it down the same way mm -hmm. that soda companies have where they're pretty they're pretty fucking good at keeping what's on tap in the bottles and i think it, it it might be specifically cadbury schweppes who owns dr pepper you know then it's bottled regionally but it's like stem and seven like seven up also tastes exactly the same no matter where you get it from mm-hmm. and that's also cadbury schweppes so. there's like there's a little fucking tidbits of information out there that like oh the reason everybody goes nuts over mcdonald's coca-cola is because the straws are bigger mm-hmm. and you get a different variety of uh you get a different mouth feel with a larger straw Whoa. but what i would say is i always like soda out of a fountain the best when I'm at a movie theater, especially mm-hmm. as as an adult who lives where weed's legal, too. But even... Yeah. Y- y- you can do it when it's not legal, obviously, too. But it's like, I love... Uh, there's nothing better than just being a little... You got a little bit of that dry mouth. You're ready to Ooh, go into yeah. a, a, an experience of a, a movie theater. Uh, and you get a fucking... I, I love it. I love it. I'll, I'll go for a pib for sure. Just cause like, mm. I, that's the only place I ever saw it, but I'm a Dr. Pepper man myself. Yeah. I'll go for a root beer. If I don't want to get caffeinated. Oh, up man, like that. I, I keep getting people like hearing people mention root beer. Like literally since yesterday, I've heard, heard it like five times. <laughs> I haven't like thought I mean, about, I could, go a, for, I could go for a root beer. Right I know. It's like, man, root beer sounds good. I might, um, go, I might go to the Seven Eleven and get myself a root beer. What, uh, what? Diet A and W is one of the best root beers very you can get. Um, I, I for, would, for no for no no sugar. My parents live like walking distance to at KFC A and W, the one on Eagle and Chinden by the by the Target. Ooh, and so like I'd go there, like just walk over there when I was like a, a teenager, 
and they had Diet A and W, and since I drink Diet Soda, hell yeah, yeah, that, that was always very nice for me. I would say it's one of my least favorite sodas, but out of a fountain, it's the most improved Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, Diet Pepsi is, Pepsi, is drinkable out of yep. out of a fountain. Yep. Wow, I, I'm with you. Yeah, I I don't I'm not a Pepsi head, but I I yes, agree. You are. Lying sack of shit. Dumps are full no. of Pepsi, Derek. No. Uh, also, 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 Matt, Matt, well. I need to. Uh, the least good soda experiences I have had have been at movie theaters because they care the least. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Their their syrups not mixed well. Usually they're out of syrup and just fucking taste like fucking That's the thing. water. That's mm. the thing. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I fully, fully believe. And I've worked at places where this has happened. Yeah. If you get a, a soda and that syrup has run out and it's just carbonated water, go back. Go back. Even the people behind the counter, if they don't care, like, that sucks, dude. Especially yeah. at a movie theater because you're paying for that shit. And people don't know unless you say something. They don't mm. know. Like, yeah. yeah. Be like, dude, your fucking orange Fanta is out. It's like, thank you for letting me know. People yeah. order that shit like fucking crazy. Also, yeah. Zach, you would be a part of the Shrek fucking universe. <laughs> I was thinking fair, back up. Fair, I was thinking fair, about the. Fair. I was thinking about the movie franchises and things that or TVs. It's like that's got to be in the Shrekiverse. Mm. Also, I want to say back to the soda thing. Coca Cola freestyle machines, dog shit. Oh, the ones Fuck where you can add em. your own flavors and Fuck whatnot in there. Em. I love it in theory, but it never just quite tastes as good. I I I love it when it when it's good. It's great. Like I've, I've tried it a lot, and it's never been fucking good. I, well, I, but, but you, going with diet yeah. sodas, I think yeah. you have a better chance. Okay. But okay. Um, there have also been times when I've gone to them, and like literally every diet is out because yeah. they like don't like have like some urgency to replace them. Yeah, the maintenance mm. on those things is insane. Like, yeah. Uh, I just. It's also personal responsibility. I think those machines. Yeah. People can go too little fucking wild on those. I'm gonna start mm. an old school soda shop. I would love that. Man, I pass by the there's a soda store by the mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, called, that where Eat a Burger used to be? Yeah. And I'm just always like intrigued, but I feel like I'm gonna be let down. Yeah, those drive through soda places, dog shit. Uh I'm talking like an old school like soda shop. Goodies. Like, yeah, like a oh, goodies. Oh, like a goodies, yeah. Yeah. Man, Where they make their speaking, own elixirs. Yeah, speaking of movie theaters, when that one was ne- open next to Edwards 21 for yep. a long time, yep. man, that was, yep. was a yep. frequent stop for me and my family. Hell yeah. My, one of my friends used to work there, and I would hang out while she closed. It was great. That's nice. awesome. She'd toss candy in my mouth. I would go, man, I'm going to drink some fucking soda today. That wasn't on the agenda earlier. I have, I have some Zevia in my house, so like I'll be able to curve that crave. But yeah, I understand. It never, it's never as good as a nice Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, we did it. We did it. We you know did what, the this show. One was a, you know, we didn't talk about as much of a recap, and I, guess what, liked it. We talked Damn. about soda pops, we talked about fucking people getting, losing their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I like when, I like when we can run the gamut like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know. Uh, check out us. Check us out at Tree Fort. We should probably promote it on our socials or something. Uh, I was literally thinking about that uh, this morning, so I'll be having yeah. some stuff up. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Soon. As of now, it's happening. As yes. of who knows when? It maybe you know that that I. 
well, everyone will be playing it by ear. But if you do yeah. live in the Boise area, please come see us live. We and are putting together a show. It'll be uh, fun. It'll be fun. It'll be light. It'll be a good time. There's some uh, r- great other podcasts playing. The yes. Team. We should say we're playing. Uh, we're, our show is Friday, the September 24th. We, we are at 4 p.m. Yeah. Um, there's some other really great shows happening. Are we sandwiched uh, in between this could be gay and baseball? Uh, I think it's the the grimace. Oh, okay. The half hour. Oh, Casey power. Rockets. I, uh, I can never remember the the name. The, the grimace half order. hour power hour. There it is. I can never get the the <laughs> order of those words. He's correct. he's he's drop alum as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. believe that baseball show might be on late later. Okay. Um, there's also okay. story forward. That that same day, the the recently rebranded Story Fort presents. Uh, by my college English professor Christian Wynn, uh, just mm-hmm. talking story stuff, and uh, that, I believe that is also the same day. So, yeah, come fucking see us. I don't. And, yeah, uh, I don't think I have to pay for it, right? It's like a no. Is it it's separate. Like story last for time? story for it's still free. Yeah, free yeah. baby, free. We'll yeah. see what happens when Pod Fort when Pod Fort comes up and it's its own thing. Yeah, we're fucking headlining that bad boy. And there's boy. a budget. We might get money. Pay us. Pay us. Yeah, pay us money. Pay us. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to this show. Um, and Russell Boys 316 says this is a somber one, so it's okay to cry. <laughs>